Hi everyone, it's a WDW happy hour here. I'm Catherine. I'm here with Rob. Hello. Scott. Oh, Hello. Caught by surprise. And yeah. Matt. Hello, I'm also here. You will notice we are missing Holly. Holly is in the depths of the end of her semester working on a group project, also the end of the school year. So give Holly some love and support at the end of this stressful week. Um, I should note we are also recording a little bit earlier than we normally do, um, so if some of if some huge news breaks within the next day or two, please forgive us. We will tweet uh, and Facebook it, but it may not be covered on the podcast until next time, so it'll get, just give you something to look forward to. Um, so, yeah, For a timestamp, we're recording this on Thursday, so three days earlier, and so if anything happens between now and Sunday, you know why. We are traveling to non-Disney locations. Which is, which is crazy for us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start the podcast, as we always do, with a Top It It Off, um, where we will talk about a Disney drink. And I'm going to kick it off to me! <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to go somewhere technically we've never gone before okay um i'm gonna go to splitsville west and go to the disneyland splitsville and i know i mentioned this and then rob freaking stole my thunder and was talking about this beer i'm pretty sure on the podcast i was like (laughs) dang it that was gonna be my topping it off but i enjoyed it so much it still deserves to be my topping it off it is um, the Mango Cart by Golden Road Brewing. Or was it you, Scott? Were you the one who was talking about this? Someone talked I, about this. Is this the uh, one that they had at the... They um, had this at Flower at and Garden. Yeah, at the Flower and Garden. Yes. Are Golden Road out of Anaheim? I think they are local. You are going to test me and ask me a question like that I don't know by... I'm sorry. I thought you, that's so I thought you were looking at it. So rude. Yeah, I'm looking at the beer for a good description. But L.A. LA. LA. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they had this at the kiosk, and I'm, I'm blanking on which one. Kiosk. Was it, I want to say, was there like a fruity, was it, no, I don't know. I don't it's know. probably not important in the grand yeah, scheme of things, or is that a kiosk? Yeah. Um, so this is a, uh, oh, it's a series inspired by the iconic fruit cart vendors of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It's a light, refreshing wheat ale with lots of fresh mango and a pleasant, slightly tart finish. Did uh, did I try yours? Yeah, and like this was just, and this will kind of be um, a little hint into our main topic, but this moment when I was drinking this and I was at Splitsville in downtown Disney in Disneyland. There was music playing. The weather was 100% perfect. Um, it was at La Isla Fresca in Flower and Garden. Um, that's right. That I just, like, it was just, like, the perfect complement to the moment. It felt like a very Californian moment. Um, and the beer was so good. And I rated it nearly the highest it can be rated on my untapped app, oh. which does not happen often. I think only Cronenberg Blanc has that same rating. Um, so I highly, highly enjoyed it. It was so easy going down. And I'm not, I don't know that I would consider myself a huge mango fan, but it was so good. It is Los Angeles, too. It yes. says on the board. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely delicious. So if you see that. Um, Golden Road Brewing Mango Cart. That's Get a good one for it. this time of year. If you're oh going out there this summer or whatever. So good. Yeah. And it comes in like a pretty... I mean, I don't think they have it on tap, but I mean, I'll sh- share a picture when we post it. And it came in like a pretty big, like almost like a Stein type glass. Ooh. So maybe they do have it on tap there. Because you, you wouldn't fill a Stein with a bottle, so... I mean, yeah. I guess you could. Yeah, but that would be more than one bottle. It's big. So, yes, try it. Mango cart. Delicious. Very good. Yeah. So, all right. So, on to the news. Yeah. What do you have, Rob? So, to, so today we got lucky. Um, Disney released some info about this year's upcoming uh, Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. I don't know if we ever talked about the dates, but it's similar to last year. August 30th through November 12th, um, they highlighted some new offerings. So at Hops and Barley, they're going to have New Brunswick Slider. 
slow slow braised beef brisket pot roast style in quotes sounds so good with horseradish horseradish cream crispy fried onions on a potato roll with pickled vegetables on the side don't let me forget to eat that because that's something i'm I'm gonna be drunk and i'm gonna and you're gonna be like Catherine, don't forget that you want that i that sounds really good. Yes. I feel like there's less chance that you'll miss it at food and wine though, because we're usually down there for a longer period of time, That's and you true. have better option or a better chance to do it. I tend to plan much better for food and wine, like beforehand. Like I usually map out a and stick to what I want. Whereas the other festivals, I tend and to be like, I'm going to get that, and then I totally forget. Sixteen Cronenberg blocks. <laughs> <laughs> We should keep this year. We should keep a tally of how many as our group, how many Cronenbergs that we drank. Oh God! It would easily be the over under just a ball. I would say fifty. Yeah, easily over. Okay, okay. So I think we probably did over a a weekend at. at You're saying just the podcast or podcast and our group, our group, our group. I mean, Nikki (laughs) Albert. Because I'd say just the podcast. I take an over of fifty. Okay, well, we, we can do go, both. We get two every single time. Yeah. I'd say we probably get over person gets last two. Time. So, like, let's say five of us go to the <laughs> kiosk one time. That's ten. Yeah, you're right. And we I definitely went more than. Yeah, you. Well, we'll, keep, we'll keep a tally. Do we go to there? Do we go there more than five times? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Because we get it coming and going. <laughs> I Easy. know. <laughs> we Easy like money. plan our trips around. Like, we'll just stop in France real quick, and then we just hang out there for the Easy whole night. money. Yes. All right. So, so go then, ahead. Um, the, the wine and dine studio. I, I, this one doesn't sound that good. Butternut squash ravioli with brown butter, vinaigrette, Parmesan cheese, and pumpkin seeds. Nah. Yeah. Butternut squash ravioli. Give me regular ass ravioli. Regular ass ravioli. <laughs> That's what it's called. Regular ass ravioli. And I'm excited. I'm this, Italian. This was a new kiosk last year. Um, flavors from fire. But mm. it's charred chir- chimichurri skirt steak. Oh, <laughs> Scott's ears literally just perked like, up. Chimichurri? I read these, but then when you start saying them out loud, they're tongue twisters. Yeah. There's a charred that chimichurri skirt steak. It's a lot of chill yeah. sounds. Smoked corn cake with pickled vegetable slaw and cilantro. I'll take the cilantro. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat the steak. You can have the corn. It, wait, whatever. is chimichurri? Is that the sauce? It's the on green, the green stuff. sauce on the top one that of I could taste for like skewers. three days yes. after. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the stuff they it put on the, on the beef skewers. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some new Eat to the Beat concert musical acts oh, as well. Sick. What do we so got? They, they list uh, eight of them here. Are so. there any that? Just let him finish. Fine. <laughs> so mercy me. Oh, oh! So they canceled Night of Joy, and then this is oh, is uh, that a, is that yeah, a Christian? that's a Christian band. Okay. Oh, so we're getting a bunch of Christian <laughs> ra- band offshoots. Mm-hmm. Glass Tiger, never heard, never heard of them. Tarin Wells. Oh boy, this sounds like okay. <laughs> Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth. Vertical Horizon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Sheila E. Okay. Sheila E. Heard yeah. Her, heard yeah. Her. Jim Belushi and the Sacred Hearts. Oh, boy. <laughs> this, According this, to Jim. <laughs> now, this one, the ladies might enjoy. 98 Degrees. Oh, the Mache Brothers. <laughs> yes. And High Valley. Oh, I don't know who they are. Yeah. and Yeah. So, those are some of the new acts. Um, there's going to be some new family-friendly things. but the, And then a new event they're going to do is Sunday Brunch with the Chef. Is what they're calling it. So it's going to be a brunch buffet in Epcot on Sundays for one twenty nine a person. Um, it's a two hour thing, and like you get you get you get a picture Open opportunity. Bar. No, I think there's some kind of um, cocktail. Like one twenty nine, I'm gonna yeah. be drinking that whole time. I wouldn't even pay for a wedding gift that expensive for two hours of open bar. But, so, but some of our favorite chefs will be there. So Morimoto mm. is nice. gonna do it. Um, Art, Art, Sm- yeah, uh, yep. Love Art. <laughs> um, Jeffrey Zakarian, he's on the Food Network quite a bit. The Buddy Velastro, oh the cake wash, yeah, yeah. Cake yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just ate at Buddy V's. Uh, Restaurante. Uh, when I was in Vegas. Matt was just living in his own world, and he heard Cake Boss and just snapped right back into the podcast. Um, Jamie Dean. Oh, okay. And then the the one I, I read it a few times. I'm like, wait, who? Tiffany Thiessen. 
Really? Tiffany Amber Thiessen? They leave the Amber off, but it is definitely... Mm-hmm. I didn't even know she liked... Kelly friggin' yes. Kapowski? Kelly Kapowski's a celebrity yes. chef? Yes. <gasps> Matt's dropping the 120 as we speak. <laughs> I don't care how much it is, I want to see <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. I was really excited when you said Sheila E, because I'm such a big Prince fan. You guys don't know yeah. Sheila E? Yes. Okay, but then you said Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and my God, what a decision I have. Does it have dates for either of those? Yeah, so Tiffany Thiessen is September 16th. Oh. And who else did you say? Sheila E. Well, Sheila E for the E to the B. Oh, um, that did have a date. One second. Um, Please be when we're there. Please be when we're there. It's, I don't think it is. No, it's September 22nd and 23rd. Ah. Yeah. So, Nothing good ever happens on September 22nd. I think these brunch things are going to be fairly popular. So you could start making reservations the, the 14th. Um, and the dates are... Use the link on our Facebook page to the article. Oh, man. So, guys, for... You know, the wild card for the days that we're there, there's a TBD Eat to the Beat, oh. which I'm pretty excited what d- about. What dates? The 11th and 12th. No, okay, that's not... Because Belushi is October 1st and 2nd. I don't know if that... Yeah, yeah. actually, we miss Everclear by one day, and I friggin' love Everclear. Yeah. I would actually not yeah, ironically too. like to see El- Everclear. But then we got Mark Wills, who's a country singer, and Air Supply. Oh, I feel I like we would have some fun with Air Supply. That could be a 38 special. Yeah, that could be a 38 special redo. <laughs> yeah, then the, then the TBDs. I mean, that could be anyone. <laughs> My friends were in a band in high school called TBD. It'd be funny if my friends from high school were just there that night. <laughs> my friends are in a band called UFN, which stood for Until Further Notice. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just, those are both just bad high school names. Yeah, Matt, what was the acronym of your high school I really band? don't want to talk about my high Linus, school. Linus, life is nothing until serenity. Okay, first of all... <laughs> first of all... We just had a spit take The band now. was called Linus, but then we found out that there was another band in like Germany called Linus so we had to like retrofit a acronym for An Linus. awesome acronym. I didn't freaking come up with okay. it. Okay, alright. <laughs> well, that, that's exciting that news is coming out about food and wine. <laughs> I and know, totally agree. We'll, well, I'm sure we'll be talking about it much more once the menus get released. Probably pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, very that's, soon. This yeah. is the time of the year. Yeah. Um, next story is that Disney announced the location of the Star Wars Hotel. So it's going to be next to Disney's Hollywood Studios and blend seamlessly into Galaxy's Edge. So the best description, without seeing the picture, for I'm describing it for everybody listening. Um, it's there's the true uh, main entrance to the parking lot for Hollywood Studios, not the one that the buses utilize. If you're staying at the resorts, it's the one that comes off of World Off-ski, Drive. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Or Osceola Parkway. Yeah, it's like um, nestled in there. Yeah, so it's it's close to Osceola and World Drive. It's at the corner, basically. So they're going to have to cross that road somehow. Um, An overpass of some sort? Yeah, so they're saying that... Well, I'm thinking, thinking a cool of, tunnel. You, you <laughs> like think it's a cool tunnel. Some immersive <laughs> Because thing. this article speculates a bridge, but... Yeah, I mean, to get into it without seeing, like... You're going to hear traffic... Like, I would think that they would want, like, especially if they do, like, special events for people staying at the hotel, like, in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, like, to transport them there. If the hotel is fully immersive, like, you're going in, all your windows don't even look outside, they're looking into space, why the heck would they be like, all right, now we're going to go to the park, here, let's cross over this (laughs) concrete overpass. Well, well, I think that's why they're using the word seamless. Yeah, I think, I'm thinking in, in... underground not maybe not underground but floor level that's covered that'd be cool or like a hogwarts express like that would be cool like a little uh, space shuttle yeah a shuttle they got trains in star wars (laughs) i've never seen a train to any of the star wars movies Um, they have like monorail type things if you think star tours like in the cities they have like I think they have like monorail. Type you talk about Coruscant. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about the modes of transportation. There, in the city there of is a there's a train in, on Coruscant. Well, now we Scott's know. my go-to <laughs> for deep, deep Star Wars knowledge. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, he says it's there's present trains. in the Clone Wars. It, it's yeah. canon. Okay, that's fair. All right. 
All right. And then lastly, um, one of our favorite, I think, locations as a group, uh, the Tamboo Lounge is going to yes. go undergo a massive three-month uh, refurbishment. Starting when, does it say? So this is going to start, good question, August 5th. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go there. This yeah. bar is one of the remaining pieces from the original Polynesian Resort. Matt, you had That's hard to believe. That. Yeah. Since 71, it's been I there. know. Matt was like, oh, so soon? I'm like, <laughs> well, Matt, how, just because you only started going there three I years ago. I was, when you said Tambu Lounge, I was thinking of something entirely different. What were you thinking of? I was thinking of... Um, Cheers Hands? No, 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 no. I was thinking of the Animal Kingdom bar. Uh, Dawa. The Dawa bar. Oh. I don't know why. I, I very much know what the Tambu Lounge is. I just... They need a staff refer- refurbishment at the Dawa bar. Yeah. yeah. Stop yeah. throwing out beers, dummies. <laughs> um, See back to episode... I wish I could... I wish I had the power That would be amazing if you could actually just... January... Just one. Li- or first episode in February. 46. So yeah, it's about 45 or 46. Yeah. No, just listen to all of them, guys, for the for that sick <laughs> reference. Just listen to all of them from episode one and now. <laughs> so, it's the bar's not going away. They're saying it's going to get a new a new look, and it's giving the bartenders more space and updated equipment. That's so good, in the that in, is really like tight. Like, have you ever yeah. been in, like those those bartenders are always like, oh, I can't do that right now. I'm the only one here. Like they use that as an excuse all the yeah, time. And they true. don't really have a like back of the house. Like there's no, a lot of bars. Right they have there. like a back area where you can kind of have a brief. They're just like close. Oh, Hannah, close. Oh, yeah. Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> or take half of the space. Yeah. So they're saying there's going to be two pop up. Bars in the lobby, Ooh. one outside That's of the exciting. refurbishment area, and one near Moana Merchantile. Okay. I think it's oh, worth so a one shot. The, worth a so try. Is that on the first floor? So Those are both floor, on, the, on the second floor? So Moana is over by where you get... So if you come off of the monorail on the second floor, it's on to the, the right. right. Yeah. Okay, so they're both on the second floor. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm sadly just picturing like the little... like. I'm going to say quote unquote bars that they put up in the parks. Like, you know, there's that one near Indiana Jones. That's just like the. Oh, the yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I'm that's, sure that's, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, that stinks. That's going to do some business for Trader Sam's though. If that's the only place. Yeah, I don't think really... they'll be serving Lapu Lapu's. I mean, no, no. You don't know though. I mean, sometimes a pop-up bar can be something pretty cool. It'd be nice on... if they specialized maybe one and had the other one be like regular like yeah. beer and wine and booze. I would freaking highly doubt it if they are able to stock full pineapples at these little carts, <laughs> but you never know. Can you, I mean, although if you're at Ohana, you mm-hmm. can drink, right? Yeah. Sure. So where is that bar? Who's making the drinks from? I think it's in there. The Tambu Lounge. Okay, so they're gonna have to like. Is I wonder if the Lapu Lapu is on the Ohana menu. I don't think so. Or Kona. Yeah, because you can drink at Kona Cafe, right. and that too supplied by. But Tambu. I think that's just like. Is that just beer? I don't no, know. We've only I mean, I'm sure you're able to get. Beer I thought there. you can get like. Uh, I thought you could get like sake, but. I mean, maybe I'm just, because of the sushi bar, but maybe I'm just making that up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know if I'm. Bo show. Bo show. Right. I, I would look it up, but beer. Stitch is definitely in this page. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's a, I mean, that's exciting. I'm. Yeah, I'm okay with you know three months and something new. Um, I, I'm glad that they're giving the bartenders some more room or equipment or however because it always seems like they're stressed out back there yeah, like they do. running around so you can get the lapu lapu at kona 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 cafe get out really yeah so they'll either have to prepare it in the kitchen or... yeah yeah and they'll... something makes me think the last time we ate there which was the weekend of pandora opening last year um, our waiter was weird, but um, but I do feel like he came out of the back with our drinks because I, d- I did a flight of beer. I think you did a flight. You did a flight. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I did. Flight. Yeah, and got our nice. I uh, got our booze on before Pandora. You know what else you can get at Kona Cafe? Magical Multiple types of sake and uh, J- Japanese plum wines. Oh my gosh, you knew it. This was apropos because as we were recording. Scott and I are drinking uh, kind of big, big wave, wave golden ale. Mm, that's Good what stuff. I usually get at the Tambu Lounge. Yeah. That's where my love of it came from. Yes, same year. 
Yeah. And then I went to Hawaii and like drank it in Hawaii, and it was really good there too. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna. Is that your last thing? It is. All right. And sadly, this just breaking today. Uh, Richard Girth, who was the greeter at Disney's Grand Floridian, died. So that's sad. He was such a sweet guy. He was. Did you? We've interacted with him. Yeah, before. he's have you, so. Have either cute. of you guys interacted? I with him? I, I want to say I've seen him. Before, like, I feel like he like opened the door for us one time when we were there for like maybe a monor, but monorail you would have entered on the second floor or like an that's Uber why I'm tr- ride. That's why I'm trying. And most of the time when I've been there, it's been late coming or yeah. going to um, yeah, Misner's. So he was cute, and he was such a like staple of all their marketing. Yeah, yeah, so. he's a he's a fixture. Ninety two. Yeah, good for him. And like I was, I found this out on Reddit, and there were so many people with uh, pictures, good sto- pictures yeah. and good stories about him. And so I kind of think about that guy at French Quarter like that. That's the one that oh, I know. Oh yeah, about. very. Yeah, similar. he's not as famous, but no. yeah, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah. French Quarter guy's great with the hat. Uh huh. Anyway, all right. So we'll raise a glass to him. Yeah, we will. We'll cheers to to Richard. Um, so our main topic today. Um, you know, we like to talk about how we tour the parks and how we plan. Um, but if you've ever listened to our show, you may get the feeling that we aren't like crazy about, not that we're not crazy about them, but we're not the kind of people that go to Disney and like have to do ride after ride after ride. We like to drink. Um, so a lot of our time is dedicated to kind of hanging out and getting beers and just like appreciating the uh, little things in the park. So we are going to talk about uh, performers in the parks and or or not in the parks, just Disney performers and also um, character meet and greets that we've done to kind of, you know, the best if you have any, you know, stories about any great character meet and greets or ones that you think might be overrated, that would be cool too. Now, when you told me that we were doing this, uh, this topic, I, I thought it was great because I've always thought that when Disney, when Walt Disney World introduced the Magic Bands and My Disney Experience, it kind of put that stress on like everything, all fun has to be scheduled, you know, <laughs> and it kind of removed some of the fun spontaneity of just like, I'm going to the park, I'm going to kind of play things by ear. And now going to Disney World is such like that stressful, like, I've got to book my reservation X days out. I've got to book my fast passes this many days out. And so this is cool. So we're going to talk about some things that you don't have to really schedule. Some just walk up, spur of the moment, fun that you can have that's worth your time. So Matt, since you are starting us off, do you have anything you'd like to talk about specifically? Yeah. Um... This one um, is kind of cheating because this is on a schedule, and this is something that we've talked about before, but I feel like this is one of those things that so many times I end up just walking into it and I stop for it, and that's great moments in history with the Muppets in uh, Liberty Square. Yeah, that's a Obviously at the Magic Kingdom. He was asking that if that counted, and I think it does count because you don't need to make a fast pass for that, and it's not like, like you don't have to wait in line. You don't have to like. I, yeah, you know, kind of I would consider concrete. things that would, you're just walking by and mm-hmm. it's it's happening because technically and, the street any street performers like in Epcot or at um, on the boardwalk they're on a, a schedule too. Right. So I mean, it's just like if everyone's happen, on a schedule, man. Right. If you happen to catch it, it's it's very pleasant and it's not something that you have to worry about like three months out. Oh, I gotta get my uh, I gotta get my fast passes to see this. So. Right. It's really cool. If you've never done it, it's super funny. It's very charming. There's audience participation. Um, there's a human element to it with some cast members. And it's just a really... It's super fun and funny. And there's a couple different versions of it. Yeah, so you at least can catch two, it at different yeah. times and get a different performance. Yeah. yeah so that's mine first. I'm, you know, I I've think got the, a bunch. On that, I think the thing that impressed me about that is that they actually do... A different. I mean, it, it it is acted out at that point. It's not a video or something mm-hmm. like that. Which yeah. I was impressed that they actually went that extra mile and did that. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. Rob or Scott? I'll, I'll take one. Okay. Um, 
one of the things that when I was thinking about this topic, one of the things that kind of put this in my mind was something that I do all the time in Animal Kingdom that I don't feel like I've ever, ever planned for, but I kind of enjoy it every time I've been there. And it happens to be right next to the Dawa Bar that we were referencing. And they actually call these Tom Tom or Tam Tam Drummers of Harambe. And it's that group of African drummers that are playing out there that get all the people involved with the dancing and the singing. And, like, I don't think I could even tell you what schedule they're on. Well, see, now I... So I was doing a little research for this episode. All right, let's see what you got. So you got the drummers, which is different from the other performers there who is Burudika and those are the ones with the ladies, and they oh, do the like, um, yeah, they do okay. like Simon and Garfunkel, and like they do Paul Simon, like they do like uh, Great Graceland, or is that Matt? Please help me. What's the Paul album? Yeah, the yeah. the Graceland. Like they do like You Can Call Me Al, and yeah. like Ico Ico, and they do the dancing and stuff, and then they have like the drummers too, which I didn't realize there were two different performers on that stage. I never really thought about it. Well, I, okay, so I kind of ro- in my mind I kind of roll them together, but that's a fair point that yeah. they're actually two separate, two different groups. But like you're often standing there, either waiting for something or you're waiting for your safari to begin or something like that, mm-hmm. and you know you can either get into the music and yeah. drink, or you can yeah. uh, if you're the kind of person who likes to dance or yeah. have kids. That to me is one of those quintessential walk-up performances that you would never plan to go and see it, but you catch it all the time, and it seems like they've got it almost hourly in the evening, if not more. I would have to give that um, Burdika credit for me liking Animal Kingdom at night. Oh, yeah. Like, I have a very specific memory of, like, being there and just, like, hanging out there, and, like, there's that, like, structure in the middle they, like, right by the bathrooms where you can, like, kind of sit, and but you could, like, you know, hang out and dance. It's, like, it's it's really fun. And the performers are awesome, too. Like, they're very, very talented. They are, and they get people into it in a way that you just don't expect I feel like Matt sometimes. was, like, best friends with the one girl this last October. The girl wearing green. And you guys were, like, like she was, like, kind of teaching you, like, the special dances with your arms and stuff. Really? Do you remember that? <laughs> Not at all. Too many hours at the Dalba Bar. Not at all. You're saying things and I do not recall this at all. I just feel like you were besties with those girls. And then we went back the next night and they were like, hey, like they were waving to you. Wait a second. Wait. So you're telling me that I I had a rapport with these Mm. dancers and then the next night we went back and they remembered me. Yeah, I'm I don't like, remember I'm this. I'm like ninety nine percent sure. Can anyone uh, no, else back? I can't corroborate that. Okay. I cannot corroborate this, and it's about me. But I don't. It doesn't sound off brand. Okay. As long as. But that's know. almost a redeeming quality of the Dawa Bar is just being able to a get nice a drink and enjoy out, yeah. that. Yeah. And that's such a prime spot. I mean, obviously they picked it because it is a prime right. spot. But it's just like it's like the the center of like all of the different roads in Animal Kingdom, like you come from Asia, you're going to end up there. You're going to Africa, you're going to end up there. You come from Pandora, you could end up there. Like, it's just such a... Yeah, it's a good placement. It is a good placement. And there's enough room, like, even if it's crowded, you're not, like, smashed up against the person next to you. It's never, like, too crowded to walk or whatever. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of that area myself. That was going to be one of mine. Can I talk about before we... I know that I already went one, but like, <laughs> oh, since we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're kind of on the subject of live music, first of all, I just feel like I personally always am gravitated towards live music wherever we are. And this is one of those, and I was talking to Catherine about this, how like when we'll be in Epcot and I will just... Every time we're there, if, this, if <laughs> these people are playing, I will just disappear from the group for like a half hour and then come back. And it's the musical performers in the UK... And there have been different bands through the years. I know for a while there was a band called the British Invasion that was there forever. I don't think they're there anymore. For the I, app, it's British Revolution. Yeah, I think it's British Revolution now. And I think that there might be more than one like set of guys who are the British Revolution. And they play a bunch of stuff. They play the Beatles. They play the Who. Do they, they play- perform behind that building, like next to the... 
sort of mini hedge maze yes. type thing. Yeah, yeah it's like, like right next to that, right, 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 right yeah. next to that little hedge maze. There's like a little gazebo stage. Are they better? This is a judgment call. Are they better than the group that plays in Canada? Well, the group that plays in Canada now is different from. This is like a huge thing. So. Rob, do you know what the name of the Canadian... Well, something very Off Kilter was the name of the... That was old. Yes, yeah. yeah, and they were like the beloved, everybody loved Off Kilter. Um, but it's now something... It's it's a French-sounding name. I can't put my finger on it. I'm but... going to go ahead and say yes. Just, they play a bunch of cool contemporary UK music, and they're really good. They're tight. Wait, like, so like, now it is Alberta-bound. Oh, okay. I don't think we've ever heard them. The last thing we that. did on that stage was the Chainsaw Act, which was not, which was not enjoyable. Yeah, I just, go I ahead. think it's such a shame because every time I go to watch them, like they're super tight and they just pull such a lame crowd. Like it's always <laughs> like, it, like the crowds they pull are like families with little kids who like want to dance awkwardly in front of the stage and like old people. And there's me just like really feeling it. Yeah, we really did hang out there the last time. I forget why it was just the two of us standing yeah. there, but it was just me and Matt. Yeah, like, I'm really enjoying this Magical Mystery Tour era Beatles uh, <laughs> mega mix. And then it's just a bunch of, like, 85-year-olds. But they're really good, honestly. They're definitely worth your time if you like live music. They're one of the better live acts I've seen. Okay. Very Rob, good. do you have something? Yeah, so I'll stay in Epcot, too. Uh, I didn't know the name of these people until I started researching of course, this. Of course, It's the Jammeters. The Jammeters. Yes. Oh, I know who they are. So what it's, a good... I would have liked them so much more had I known what their name was. So these... this It's usually three guys, I want to say. And they're, they're like the street performers that are beating on garbage cans and lids and pots. Oh, and, you freaking would. This is Rob who's like oh, this big is Dave Matthews <laughs> band freaking drum circle. Like, this is so on brand for you. But go ahead. Like, the guys that play uh, the buckets in the subway and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. I can listen to those guys for hours. <laughs> so this is right up my alley. But the thing, this is what I realize is these guys, th- these performers... And that's usually guys. Um, there's show times for these things. I just thought it was random, but like they perform from nine twenty to three thirty-five um, in in Future World East, so it's the test track side. But I, I didn't know that like they're actually scheduled. So, but that's one of my favorites. I'll, I don't I'll, know that I've ever actually seen their, like, whole show. I don't um, think I've ever... And I don't think I've ever, like, stopped for an extended period of time to watch them. Were you a big fan of uh, Mulch, Sweat, and Shears? I was. I don't know if I've ever seen them. Oh, uh, they were fun. Yeah, they were... That they was were at really Hollywood Studios, yeah. right? Yeah, they were, like, uh, they were like uh, lawn, landscapers, <laughs> but they were a band. Yeah. <laughs> but it was very similar. Um, like, no, you know, but they played... But they played, like, they also had, like, guitars. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. You know better than I do. <laughs> a huge, huge <laughs> mulch head over here. Huge How about you, Catherine? mulch head. Um, I am going to say something which is rough because I'm not even 100% sure it's the name. So please bear with me. Um, out of the Parks. Again, I think it's just that right place, right time feeling. I always have really good memories when I'm here is outside at homecoming at mm. on their oh. patio. I think the guy who plays back there, his name is Jimmy James, I believe. Oh, it's just the guitarist and like the yeah. the like three piece percussion yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I was actually just on uh Art Chef Art Smith's uh no, it's wrong. It's not Jimmy James. Whatever but, his name is, he's yeah, good. Yeah, but he's, he's awesome. <laughs> he, he plays there every Saturday, I think. Um, and he's really, really good. Um, and, like, no, I feel like no one pays attention to him. But he plays, like, 90s alternative hits, like, just the kind of music I like. Um, but I, I really, really enjoy just, like, I feel like live music at Disney is, like, the most thankless job. Oh, yeah. And, I feel like and no one like cares. And it's, like, the highest talent and the least thanks. 
because they get like this like world class like everyone wants to work for disney everyone wants to perform in disney and then like it's just like you're part of the background they get like I these think people yeah they get granted. these like amazing musicians and voices and they're like screw you i'm going to see beauty and the beast like but these guys are like playing their hearts out for like 20 people wasn't there somebody similar at um paddlefish on the top deck we met we I yeah, know we the four of us uh, yeah. were sitting up there, and I think there was a musician, and like nobody was paying him, and he was pretty decent from what I remember. Yeah, um, um, I yeah. haven't seen many bad musical acts. Like even like That's true. even at like the restaurants at Downtown Disney, which aren't like the the musicians that they get to play in the parks are of a certain caliber, and the Disney Springs like musicians are more like what you would see at like a local bar that they get like a people who play you know weekly, but even there, like I haven't seen anyone that's been like bad. No, I think they're all fairly talented. I, I would imagine you don't hang around very long there if you're not in yeah, some way talented. Right. True. Right. And the other, and this is very, very similar, and I have way less experience because I've seen the guy at Homecoming several times um, over the last few years that they've been open. But this last trip when we were there, we went to Martha's Vineyard, and there was this older guy who oh, played, yeah. like, oh, Jimmy yeah. Buffett and, like, Bob Marley and he was so good and like he had his little like drum machine and like that, he had the guitar which was just like yeah he was that really is exactly good. what I'm talking about I thought I'm he like, was fantastic he was playing to like eight people and he was very talented and he was and he was very good <laughs> yeah and you just feel bad for the guy who's like pouring his heart and soul out to like an empty bar I don't know. I kind of felt like he was doing that because that was the thing that he wanted to do. Yeah, with he did his time. seem passionate about. It. Like he just seemed happy. Like even like, if I feel no like he'd one been was playing paying at home and singing. <laughs> yeah, you know, volcano right in his bedroom. <laughs> yeah. If he wasn't a Disney, it's like I might as well make seventy five bucks. <laughs> I might as well get somewhere. a free Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other ones, Matt, that you want to talk about? Um, like your dream Disney job. Any Disney job? Uh, yes, yeah, of I would be remiss if I. I think every single time I go to Disney, if I don't see them, I'm I'm upset, and that's the Dapper Dance. I I love the Dapper Dance. I'm a sucker for acapella music. Like they're so good, they're so tight. That's that is my dream job. I would love to be a Dapper Dan. I had a picture come up in my time hop from three years ago, a couple days ago, where you were singing with the, the Dapper Dan. Well, singing I was with, not singing with the Dapper you, Dan. You were acting like you were singing with the Dapper Dan's. <laughs> acting like it. Like you were leaning in with them and they were like... <laughs> they were like, look at this little cord. I think it was just a picture. But, yeah. They're they're fantastic. Yeah. Even a bigger fan of the Cadaver Dance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? They're great. And yeah, another for those who don't know, if you're living under a rock, the uh, the dapper dancer. If you're the, living under a rock, <laughs> they're uh, the Main Street uh, acapella group. They are a barbershop quartet. They've been there forever. Barbershop rappers. <laughs> Barber rappers. Since since we haven't mentioned it yet, I've got two in Hollywood studios that I think are entertaining. Okay, go um, ahead. The, the one that always kind of gets me. And it's it's dumb, I think, but you know they've got those Hollywood performers. The citizens of Hollywood. Citizens of Hollywood. I'm into it too. I love those. Like there's the guy who's just like shouting things at people yes. as they're walking so, along. Like those people have no like freaking like no like sense of what people want. Like if, if like they see someone who doesn't want to talk to them, they're like, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. The the one performer. Was the guy that does the um, safety spiel? Yes, on Magical oh, Express. Gus. Gus. I was gonna. I was gonna throw that. Throw out. that it's a trivia, out, yeah. a trivia question. Yeah, they have. Yeah, this, they <laughs> have this like radar for people who are awkward when they're being yelled at by a performer, and they just hone in on them, and it's hilarious. Like they'll be like, "Action, sir." Action! It's, it's this very... like forty-five-year-old guy, and he's just like walking along, and he's like, "What? What? What I do?" It's a very strange shtick to do day in, day out. To be like, "Where are you from? Cincinnati? I heard they got moving pictures there." Like, yes. Like, what? What is your life? Like, it's just no. Such see, a weird... I feel like I feel like that's a Jungle Cruise skipper type performance. On the land, yeah. You know, you're just you're just rolling with whatever people throw at you. 
I, I admire it and I enjoy hearing it. You know, you might get something thrown at you if you stand there and watch for long enough. But Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's different every time, which yeah. is cool. It's it's just a good, um, what's what do they call that? Streetmosphere. Um, improv? Improv, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, streetmosphere. <laughs> that's what it is called. Yeah, yeah I it's know. It's improv. Yes, yeah. and... Streetmosphere. <laughs> um, the other thing at Hollywood Studios that I find absolutely entrancing every time I'm there is the little kids when they're doing the Star Wars, the, oh, the journey. Jedi. Path of the Jedi. Path of the Jedi. I know how that sounded. It sounded awful. Like, I, no, I know I'm little kids entrancing. But like... <laughs> Scott and I, I think every time... I feel like there's been so many times that we've been walking by that and we're like, man, imagine they just let adults do it for like one day. <laughs> I feel like we always pose that, that to each other. That would be such a funny like YouTube video to be like, I'm going to try to get on Path of the Jedi today. I'm going to be a Padawan. Yeah, that would be so they, funny. They would have to tell you no, right? I'm like they. A- would- <laughs> They'd be like, you, sir, you sir clearly in your 30s. We do not have robes for you. <laughs> but, like, I don't know why it's so entertaining, but just seeing the kids up there and they're so confused sometimes and, like, Darth Vader or Kylo Ren walks out and, you know, there's half of them that are terrified and the other ones want to, like, stab him in the stomach. <laughs> there's a, there's a good video. They do, this, they do it out in uh, Disneyland mm-hmm. as well, in Tomorrowland. Yeah. And um, there's a good video of this kid with the lightsaber and he is just, like, wailing like, on um, I think it's um, Darth, Darth Maul. Darth Maul, yeah. Like, just going at Darth Maul with the lightsaber. Now, it's, see, the one that I like is the one where Darth Vader asks him if anybody wants to join him. And there's the little kid who's like, yeah, I'm in. I'll join the dark side. <laughs> Kid's a straight sociopath. <laughs> I don't know why I enjoy that, but I just enjoy... And that it's kid so grew much up joy. to be Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, we went there. Alright, well... <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, so, similarly to that, the, when we were there in January, they're starting to do a similar, like, streetmosphere thing in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah? Um, and they have the mayor. Oh, so, yeah. he walks around and it's the same guy, I'm pretty sure, every day. And the then, And, yeah, he's the mayor of Wait. Main Street. And they have the suffragettes. Yes. So I, I had, or I had a nice photo op. It, it really made me feel good. I don't know why, but it was like it was votes for women, and uh, it was a good picture. This last time when we were waiting for you guys, and we were standing on Main Street for a while, the, the fire marshal. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're calling it Citizens of Main Street for oh, okay. the, um, the app. Oh, okay. And that's the actual guy. Oh yeah, that's the, the girl that I met too. Yeah, the um, votes for women. He talked to us like. He's in character for, like, he'll talk to you loudly in character. Yeah. And then he breaks down and, like, he actually talks to you as, like, a normal uh, a person. member. So, but, I mean, he talked to us for three, yeah, four was... minutes, I want to say. Where are you from? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, and... I found out that the woman who's the suffragette, she lives above Main Street. And <laughs> she said we could come over anytime we wanted, so... And you're just telling us this now? <laughs> We're going to cash that in. Um, I should ask him about sorcerers. I didn't think that... To, because the firehouse is there. Oh, that's yeah. Where he, that's a good point. Yeah. He's uh, probably time. a sorcerer. <laughs> I didn't find... Like, they didn't seem quite as snarky as the Hollywood... Oh, no. The Hollywood, oh, no, no. But also, right. the Hollywood studios, I'm pretty sure, have been there since, if not opening the very early 90s, that they just do not care at all. Like, they are just totally... <laughs> they're, they're off the leash. They just shoot from the Yes, head. they do. They do. But... But yeah, yeah I, liked, I did like both of them as well. I thought they were really good, interactive parts of that. Do we... Okay, so we did something at Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios... We did something everywhere. Epcot? Did we do yeah. something at Epcot? I did that. Oh, right. The Janitors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you did... <laughs> And Revolution. honestly, I have to say, the last time we were at Food and Wine, we did spend a decent amount of time in the German pavilion, and I feel like um, the ger- there's a good stage in Germany where they have, like, the dancing and singing, and it's, like, a little strange, but it's yeah. it's good. They're just- These are all things that I feel like people might take for granted, especially if you've been to Disney so many times. These things recede into the background of your trip. You're right. And I think if you just take the time to, you know, stand and, and watch some of these performances, I think that they have a lot of value. 
Yeah, I mean, and just go, there's oh, there's there's value to be said for something that you don't have to really plan for that can just be spontaneous. I was just gonna say, going around the countries, Mexico has the the mariachi band. Um, Norway's got nothing. Norway doesn't have anything. China, China has, has the those acrobats. Like, acrobats, and they have drummers too. Oh yeah, no, that's Japan. Yeah, Japan. I'm on the Sorry. Pagoda. Yeah, Japan has yeah. Oh, two yeah. separate <laughs> countries, Rob. <laughs> Germany, we talked about. Um, France has the the chair stacking the chair acrobats, stacking. which they are have always entertaining. What are they called? Do you uh, know? Uh, I don't know what they're called. Um, Italy, they have a name as well. There's Sergio. Sergio the mime. And he's the guy who just blows the whistle. No, no. Wait, is that are you talking about France? Or are you talking about Italy? Sergio is Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surgery. Surgery the mime. Surgery the mime. I would pay to see that. Is a surgeon? No, so Sergio is... His picture is with soccer balls. Is that the mime? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one who blows the whistle. Yeah, and then no. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, but so is the guy in France. There's a guy. Yeah. He also the, the guy with the the guy who helps the chairman helps. Oh, uh, so I'm sorry. The chairman is the whistle with guy. With French names, that's the Servia. Servo amusant, which would be the amusing servers. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I guess. Matt, you didn't say your favorite guy from the boardwalk. I didn't get to it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, we're saving the best for last. Not really. No. What? I don't know why I like this. I just think that it's like it's funny, and I don't even think that it's like it's not really as worth your time mm. as some of the other things. But I feel like I catch him all the time. He's like a. He's very we, similar to Sergio. Can we call him a magician? Yeah. Yes. Does he really do <laughs> magical acts? I think that he just does like, like he like does like spinning plates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's just very much like, and he doesn't talk, and he plays this weird song that I've had stuck in my head for like ten years. Okay. And then I saw it on a commercial, like a car commercial. The Jason Statham car commercial. It goes. Oh yeah, and that's the song he plays. That's that commercial where Jason Statham is everyone. Yes, yes, terrifying. And that's a world I want to live in. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, it's the amazing Carlo. The amazing Carlo is the guy at Boardwalk. Yeah, and I feel like that guy has been there forever. Yeah, but the amazing Carlo is different. Oh, Carlos! He's, yeah, Chase. he's he's not like he's like a friend of Carlo, like Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> friend of Carlo. Now, if we expand it to resorts, I'm just thinking that too. There's a uh, Yeehaw Bob. Oh yeah, Yeehaw Bob. Uh, you guys have talked about him multiple yeah, times. Yeah, Port never Orleans seen Riverside. So he's at the. What does he ri- do? Roost. River Roost. River Roost. Yeah, there's Roosters bars. Does he sing? Like, yeah, he plays a piano. It's like a review. It's like a vaudevillian thing. Like yeah, he gets he he does a lot of audience participation of singing parts of songs. Piano Man, uh, Disney songs. He did uh, "Let's Go Fly a Kite." Um, he he's really good, and you just sit there and drink beers, and he's very entertaining. That's a good point. You know, the the group that I would think resort wise is they oftentimes have that sort of swing band at the Grand Flow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, they're very good. Right outside Minzer's Lounge. Yeah. I'm gonna. They I'm are gonna, outstanding. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw good. their they're name up with something. The, society, the Grand Floridian Society. Is it the Grand Floridian Society? And the, there's I a know. jazz band out of New Orleans with a like it's pers- yeah. uh, preservation band or something. I also like right. if you're at the Grand Floridian, you just happen to catch it. Uh, if you catch uh, Uncle Jesse <laughs> Chrysopolis serenading. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. Yeah, they are really good. They are really good, and it's a really good fit for right outside oh, that lounge. Yeah. So good, so good. Yeah, I would. I would make a special trip for that. Yeah, it fits oh, the wow. space. I think I would. And, the, and you uh, can grab a beer from Minzer's Lounge and just kind of go outside the bar and, and watch yeah, him and yeah. listen. The um, the ukulele guy outside of Trader Sam's. Look at, <gasps> oh right, gosh, Calais! Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Calais is like my favorite. God, I can't believe yeah. I forgot about him. The Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace. Tiki Terrace, yeah, right. yeah. He also played at the event we did with the uh, eating around the monorail okay. upstairs, oh, yeah. out next to Moana Mercantile. So 
He he makes his way around the Polynesian. This is the stuff I was thinking of. Like we never identify this stuff yeah. as yeah. things to do, but these are so ingrained in our minds yes. of things that we do at Disney. Yes. Yeah. Um I I was thinking going into this that we were going to have trouble finding things, and now I'm like, oh my god, we have too many things. I know. So you guys yeah. want to do like a quick rapid fire of like one more thing, like that's like musical, that's kind of in the same vein of what we're talking about, and then we'll talk about yeah, that's fine. Then we'll talk about character meet and greets that may be worth your time. I'll go first because okay. I have one, and I'm okay. thinking, oh my gosh, we're running out of them. Go ahead. I don't know that we really are. Um, similar to the Dapper Dance, the Voices of Liberty. Yes. If you're more into oh, like yeah, the traditional yeah, yeah. patriotic. They play in the rotunda at the American Adventure before the American Adventure show starts. So you could just go in and see them and just leave. Like, you don't have to wait in line. They just perform before and they do patriotic tunes. Oh, they are they are phenomenal. They're a little less fun than the Dapper Dan's. They're a, a little bit more serious and, yeah. and patriotic. But they are engaging. Oh, right? my gosh. They're great. They are, they are so talented. Great, uh... What's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, dynamics in a certain space. Great. Uh, Acu- um, acoustics. Acoustics. Yes, in that, that's in that an space. awesome space to see someone. They probably won't forget the words to God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> they do not, no. <laughs> they have that level of patriotism. Uh, I'll go next. Okay. Um, this is one that's kind of growing on me. No. Um, at Pandora. They have those that whole drum area, and they'll oftentimes have the three or four performance performers out there that mm-hmm. were doing something along with the music. That really gets people fired up. I mean, I don't think I've, I've ever seen. seen it. Haven't you ever yeah, seen them? Actually no, doing I've only ever seen like the kids climbing on the. Drums. Yeah, no, this is like they're actually doing a performance with those drums, and then they're pulling people up to like play on some of those okay. instruments too. But they're also doing some of the big drums, and it's a lot of it is over like recorded music but it's entertaining yeah that's really cool that's good that's good matt do you have one um yes i hope they still do it oh yes the um electrical water pageant oh yeah good one they um it they definitely do it it takes place every every that's the only way to to hear that song now right (laughs) yeah it's on the seven seas lagoon in bay lake and it's I don't for those who haven't seen it it's basically um, I've only seen it once it's it happens every night on the water there and you can see it from a variety of different places I would google it because I'm not prepared to rattle off where no, you can I think see you it. can see it anywhere around the Seven Seas Lagoon so if you're at the Contemporary you can kind of see it it's not as good but the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian you can see it, it. I mean as far over as um, Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Lodge. Oh, you can? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yep. there's a bunch of cool electrical water floats that are synced to music, and it's 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 cute. It lasts, like, all but, what, eight minutes, maybe? Yeah, it's short. Do you remember when you told Oscar oh my gosh, I know. he was, was going to be able to that? take pictures of it when we got closer? Ended. Yeah, we were with our friend who was, like, it was, like, his first time in Disney, yeah. if not, like, his, it was like, his first time. Okay, yeah. his first time in Disney. And we were walking from the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian, and he's, like, in between the bushes trying to take these pictures. And I'm like, dude, Oscar, we're going to get to the Grand Floridian. If they do it right on the water, we we will be able to take great pictures. And then it was just like, <laughs> and it, like, done. went dark. It was done. Never came back. And he's just like, I like to picture Oscar just still standing on the banks, <laughs> just waiting. Waiting for the electrical waiting pageant. Waiting for the electrical that will pageant. Never come. That will never come. <laughs> Yeah, that that is one of my. I I feel terrible about that. I lost some Disney cred that night. Uh, that's yeah, all good. Well, you know, <laughs> he'll get over it. He's probably very much over it. Maybe, Rob. Do you have anything else? I think the the only thing that comes to mind is the band in Morocco. Oh yeah, oh, well, yeah they're fun. We were standing there. I remember a recent trip, oh, and like God. it's that it's that like worldish sounding mm-hmm. music, and mm-hmm. I I like that sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the only other thing that comes. I don't know that the name of them are Moroccan. It does, the app didn't say that. I think it's Moroccan. Yeah, I think okay. it is too. It yeah. used to be at least. Stop. I could be making that up. Fronted by a comedian Morocco. <laughs> yeah. I wish. <laughs> I wish also. All right. I think we get a lot of them. Yeah. So quickly, I know Scott. Why do we, we have just... to be quick? Why why does everything have to be quickly with you? Because we have to go to trivia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've got a game to win. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we gotta wrap. Guess we gotta wrap it up, y'all. What were you saying about? I was gonna say I know Scott um, has previously denounced um, character, <laughs> character meet and, and greets. Greet. So I think it's important, Scott, for you to tell us what the best character meet and greet you've ever. Yeah, if had you had is. to. Okay, no, that's that's easy. I I always always and I would actually do this with a a kid if I brought a kid to Disney. That Bell meet and greet mm. at. Um, Enchanted, Enchanted Tales. Tales with Belle is, for me, the best value on Disney property. Because you I mean, also get an attraction. So smart. You, you get, get an attraction you get baked something in. something with, like... Like, the kids involved, they get to, like, actually meet them. It's not like you wait. Yeah, yeah, true. You, which is... You and Albert. Which is crazy, because if you think if, like, Belle was out in France, mm-hmm. let, let's say in Epcot... You'd probably wait 25 minutes to meet her at least. Yeah, she's and you're waiting, pretty, and like, you get like an attraction with a right. meet and greet with Belle, and you get a picture with her. And one of the best, still best visual effects that yeah. I've seen in recent years at Disney, which I, I still like. In Maurice's workshop. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Great. Rob, do you have That's any great yeah, it, I, you're, I, I know you're going to steal one that I was going to say, so just say it. Well... A lot of mine are specialty events. Yeah, you can I'm, say it. I'm thinking like um, we did the when they had Star Wars weekends at Hollywood Studios <laughs> at the Sci-Fi Diner. Yeah, they, they, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't even thinking. I was thinking pr- prior to that they had the photo op with Darth Vader and Boba Fett. Yeah, that was. So you're not talking about Hansy Greedo. <laughs> I am not talking about Hansy Greedo. Um, but that that was like Matt had asked uh, Darth Vader to do the uh, choke. force yeah, choke force, or whatever. Force is that the proper? Yeah. That is correct. Okay. And uh, Matt was like a foot off the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the guy was amazing. That should, actually, that'd be had a the great force. magic shot. If you could, if they could get that, like do like a do like, like a, a green black screen. Box. Yeah, 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 like, like that. Or, you like could a black box. box. Come on, think Disney. Disney, I'm waiting. Um. So that comes to mind, um, and then a Star Wars related is anytime we met Kylo Ren um, amen, on, amen. on both coasts yeah. have been phenomenal. Um, I think or as our Holly dear meeting, friend of the podcast Joe calls him Kyle Ren. Kyle Ren. Uh, Holly meeting Kylo Ren anytime is <laughs> worth my money. Legitimately yeah. frightened. Yes, just like she's like, like laughing but also terrified. Yes, it's a great mix. It is a great mix. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Star Wars movie. Is that what you were going to say, or what did I take? No, actually, I'm I sure thought you were going to say Jack Skellington. Uh, yeah. yeah um, because uh, he yeah. is an excellent meet and greet if you can meet him at the Halloween or Christmas parties. Yeah. Santa, like, Sandy Claus. Sandy Claus at the Christmas party. Um, awesome. He is a long, long line. Um, and I would have to say my biggest, like, caution to people going and, like, I don't even know, like, if I'm going to preface this by saying, like, parents, not parents. I don't know. I feel like you get more bang for your buck if it's a face character because they Mm -hmm. can actually interact with you. Like, the full-bodied characters, I'm just blown away by the fact that people will wait hours to see all seven dwarfs together. And it's like, why? They can't even say anything. Like, they don't even do anything. We had done it at the Christmas party, Mm -hmm. and it was kind of a It's a letdown. We waited for Judy and Nick. Um, from Zootopia, which was like cool because it had just come out, but like, like it's not like the the experience we had with Jack Skellington was awesome. Like he was so cool. Like the guy who did it was frigging good. Um, so that's what comes to mind for me at first. But then I also think we've had a really good um, interaction with uh, Anna and Elsa. I was about to ask that. I was wondering yes, if any we met of them. Been... Yeah, we met them in the. Sumer House, and we also met them in Disneyland um, when they used to be in like the Animation Academy building. Mm. Um, and they were both like, they're so good. Like, oh, let's see the ice he bought you on your finger. Like, like they're very like they've got like a good rapport with kids and adults. Like, I appreciate that because I'm like, you know, whatever. Um, so that's see, and I feel like Holly and I had met them. At the summer hoose, mm-hmm. and they were definitely like that was one of the most disappointing. Like both oh, of them really? were just kind of like not into it. Maybe it's just two adults. Like they yeah, they were like, like whatever. Uh, we're not yeah. giving you our A game. But, End of a shift. 
No, it was early too. It was <laughs> it was early in the morning. But I but. I have to say the best character interaction I've ever had like from afar. Tinkerbell. No, <laughs> no, it has to be the worst. Um, would be Mary Poppins. She, Matt and I saw her in Epcot. We never met her, but she was at the UK and then she walked towards World Traveler, towards the back, towards the International Gateway. And the, yeah, right, and, right. And the entire time she was talking to her umbrella. Like we were far away. We were on the bridge. There is no one around her. And she is looking at her umbrella and talking to it. Good and for her. That's that what is... I was like, you are friggin' magical. Like, that is that dedication. That's I that level love. that you expect yes. from Disney performers. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of Mary Poppins, we got, like, the exact opposite. So, mm-hmm. um, which was fine. They didn't... We was it Magic Kingdom? Magic Kingdom yeah. Christmas party. We did the talking Mickey on Main Street. Okay, and came out. So we're all just gonna steal all my. Oh, sorry. Uh, and then we were waiting on. The, we were coming out like wherever that queue drops you off or wherever you leave the thing. And there was Bert, Mary Poppins, and the Penguin. Oh, cool! And they were just like, hey. like hanging out, like almost like off their shift, but like <laughs> on stage. Did you see the next <laughs> win last night? Yeah, like you could just tell they were just chilling, and that. But then, like, we came out of there, and then they were, like... And we got a picture with them, and they were mm-hmm. fine, but it was just, like, one of those weird, like... <laughs> they let their guard down for a little bit. Matt, Sorry. what is yours? You guys each had, like, three. <laughs> I was gonna say... Um, we had a really good one in Disneyland, I hope you talk about. Um, no, I'm sticking to Walt Disney World and, and talking Mickey. Okay. Uh, I know that I um, echo Catherine's sentiment that I think that face characters are much a much better time investment because you get a personalized interaction and you know these are actors but um the talking mickey on main street is is super special i think it's it's really cool and that's it's it's a long wait you can catch it at like an off-peak time maybe like when the park first opens or near the end of the night but i think it's definitely worth the wait if you've never done it i've never done it it's awesome it's not gonna be around much longer is that confirmed? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's there I'm for almost, now. I'm almost checking it's out. It's WDW rumor mill that it will not be there much yeah. longer. So do it while you still can. What's the worst character interaction you all have ever had? Tinkerbell. Uh, the <laughs> like we were all there for that. Yeah, that was horrible. I think, and to <laughs> I, be I would, fair, I don't even I blame, have a different one. I don't blame her at all, really. I mean, I guess it's partly her fault. But it was like the end of a 24-hour event, and she clearly was like checked out. And in come like five tea. adults who like <laughs> just like also kind of checked out. And then she's got to like sort of interact and, and improvise. And it was just... <laughs> It's a sad showing. Worst for me, you were there. Star Lord. Ah, oh, that's what Rob was going <laughs> to say. I'm sorry. Just, no, that was the picture I just showed yeah. him to Catherine. My yeah. God. Just, oh, he was so bad. Uh, he was so awkward. Yeah, that was bad. Real bad. Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm thinking of, I'm not going to go with another bad one. I'm going to go with a good one. Um, oh, you a little positive rate, sunshine. Yeah, yes, the, um, and this was a non-face character. It was uh, Sorcerer Mickey at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. So I, I specifically wore my Run Disney Sorcerer Mickey sneakers. And so I, I point to him and I'm like, look at my shoes. And I, you know, pick my foot up to show him Sorcerer Mickey. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he looks at it. He's like, gives me a hug or whatever. And then he looks at Holly and like looking at her shoes and was like, like where's yours? <laughs> it, it was just really funny, like Aww. the improv that like to think to do that. So that was fun. That is. Do you have a bad one? Um, my bad one is probably Greedo. Oh God. Jeez, <laughs> Greedo at hashtag the... me too. Yeah, like, hashtag me too. Giving you like a freaking back massage. Yeah, with and, long... and Matt is sitting there going, guys, do I punch Greedo? Is that what I'm supposed to do? I shoot first. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, how do I react to this? Like, I know yeah, he's a Greedo villain, was but a creeper. he's overstepping his boundaries right now. Yeah. There is a good picture. 
Somebody <laughs> got him. <laughs> like, him, like, yep, that's giving mine. You I have it. Yeah. Giving you a, uh, a back uh, rub. Yeah. Captain is like toiling, <laughs> like, like <laughs> clearly uncomfortable. Oh. Man, can you can you believe that was so many years ago and like we did that and like that doesn't exist? And, like it's just like it the yeah, just three yeah. Years it just ago. three years. Yeah, it was 2015 and like now that's totally gone and like that's just crazy to me. But oh well. Was well, that the 24 hour event weekend too? I believe so. It was Memorial Day yeah. 2015. Yeah. So yeah, good times, good times. Any other memorable character? Interactions and anyway. Genie. Genie was great. Oh, Genie was. We, we had a spontaneous meeting with Greed or with uh, Genie. With Greenie. With Greenie. <laughs> um, you know what was also a fun one, and again, not a face character, but just like really present is the Army Men in Pixar. Please. Oh my god! I really like them. And and the Army Men on the marathon. I was gonna say are even better. Yeah, the character meeting. Not that you have much time. Just the rarity of seeing the characters that are out on on the run Disney courses is if that's your thing. Um, like the yeah, army man sergeant just... on the marathon, just shouting at people, put your phone down soldier. If you can take a picture, you can run faster. Oh man, that is It's excellent. It's amazing. What What is that about mile? Oh, it's like 23 or something. No, so no, you really good. need it. You really need and it. And I'm just thinking point. like, this guy is going at this. Like he doesn't let off. He's out there for six off. hours. It, and it's on the ramp uh, going to Hollywood studios. Yeah, that's. They also had him before the marathon the last time he was out there just like getting people to do push-ups and stuff like oh that. Oh my god. He's like, you soldier, get down here and give me five. And he's like, you laughing at me? It's ten now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'd be like, I have to run a marathon. I'm, I'm Leave so me alone. <laughs> Please. Yeah, but he was doing it with guys who were like you know, they had Huge. the bravado. Mm-hmm. They were willing to show off yeah. the Gastons of the world, <laughs> which I've heard is a great meet and great. Never met him. Never, never met Gasty. We'll have to put that on the list of things to try. Yeah. And I'm trying to pull up my photo pass in real time, and uh, Stitch is eating the page. Shocker. So, anything else? Does anybody have anything else they'd like to add to the conversation? No, this was a good conversation. I like talking about these mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. spontaneous items. Fun. Yeah, I totally agree. Any last call items? Does anybody have any last call items? We have a friend who is just like obsessed with meeting characters, and I'm looking at our photo pass right now. It is nothing but character meeting. He was just there, and he was just there for gay days. So we are loaded up on every. I'm sure he met like sadness and joy too. Those are those are hot ones. Alright. Okay, well, since we have no last calls, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.